We were driving home. Suddenly, gunshots ring out. They pulled us out of the car, beat us, said they were going to kill us, took everything ahead. Paulo Repetto here. Welcome to episode two of the Untold Story Submissions. Today, we tune in with our guest, missionary Craig Sully from Senegal, Africa, where he lives, to tell the tale of an encounter with the gunman on the dirt road. You will not believe that he came out of it alive. Today's podcast is sponsored by New Beginnings Renovation and Cleaning. If you have been in need to remodel that outdated kitchen, then here is your chance. Just click in the notes and it'll take you to the website at www.nbrenovationcleaning.com. Thank you for listening to this tale of this untold stories of missions. We hope you enjoy. The life of a missionary can sometimes be nonstop. Not only do they preach and teach at the multiple churches that they are responsible for, but they as well take care of the behind the scenes task, running around, connecting with people of local cities, or trying to buy property to expand the kingdom of God. They are always on the move, and there are not enough words to encapsulate what they do. And this is where our story begins today. I traveled with uh, two national leaders. They were national leaders at the time. It was in the nation of Nigeria. And we had actually left very early that morning to go uh, probably three or so hours south of us to uh, purchase land for one church. And we were providing money for, if I recall, a roof or something else to do with the building project in another. So when we left, we actually had quite a significant amount of money with us obviously to buy land in one place and do this other and as things go and i mentioned time is a very different thing here and so everything had just taken longer than it was supposed to and we got delayed and traffic and and all of that and we actually were one city away from home and it was still about a two-hour drive hour and a half to two hours and and we were there the traffic wasn't moving and it's dark already and we don't like even to drive at night and we're all thinking should we just stop or what should we do and we talked it over and finally it was like let's just go on and everything will be fine kind of thing so it was myself and two national ministers others had actually been in the vehicle with us but the time we got to that point of the journey it was just myself and the two national ministers we were driving home uh the roads are so bad in that country where we were at we were literally on the opposite side of a four-lane road because that's where there were less holes and so driving suddenly gunshots ring out gunshots rang out if only they were on a paved road they would have been able to accelerate as fast as possible and taking their chances but he knew that wasn't a possibility And because of their precision and the type of road that they were on, they had no option but to stop. Uh, The road is so bad, we couldn't outchase the people shooting. So 
the best thing in that scenario, just stop, turn the dome light on, let them see, uh, and pulled us out of the car, beat us, said they were going to kill us, took everything ahead. Uh, they literally, for some reason they didn't with me, but with the others, they literally took their belts from them. They took their shoes from them. I got away there with my belt and shoes, and I'm not sure if mine were just not as good as the, the national pastors that were with me. And they couldn't find any money in the car. And I said, well, I know where the money is. I'll get it for you. And so it wasn't a lot of money, but it was basically all I had. It was in a little bag that you carry money in. And, and so I got in the car, put my hand on the seat, and I couldn't find it. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, I just told them that I was going to give them money, and I can't find it. And they're like shouting, give us the money. And I said, I'm looking for, you know, you're, you're so on edge. And so I put my hand just a little bit deeper and I found the bag and gave it to them. Uh, they still wanted more things. They, they beat us quite badly. And uh, finally, I mean, I'm literally face down in the dirt, listening to these death threats. I can't see the two other pastors that are with me. Um, I'm thinking, I hope this doesn't hurt a lot when they die. Crazy things go through your mind. Another thought that went through my mind was, I wonder if my wife will get married again. I mean, these are the, in the moment, I mean, you just don't know if this is literally your last moment. And I finally just kind of came to myself and said, Lord, you have got to get us out of here in Jesus' name. And I mean, instantaneously, Everything changed. They said, get in your truck and go. And we did, We all got up. We got in the truck. And I couldn't find the keys because it was an older vehicle, older truck. And the keys didn't always stay in the ignition. They would fall out. And that's what had happened when we got stopped. They'd fall out. And they're yelling, go, go. And I'm like, I'm trying to go. And finally, I found the keys, got them in the ignition, and we took off. And I mean... I have never had an experience like that where I saw God move so instantaneously in a deliverance, like delivering us from evil scenario. With a wife back home and knowing what just had happened was truly a miracle. They had to persevere to finish the trip that they had started. I didn't get home until about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, which is unheard of there you you just you're not out at that time uh usually i would be home seven eight o'clock in the evening it's getting dark with their bodies bruised and battered pain and shock set in but knowing that they made it back alive was a relief and they were finally able to get some rest from the trip that they just endured next morning we got up and we're sitting eating breakfast and, and again, we're still talking all this over. And I looked out the window at the car and my wife, again, she tells us better than I would, but my face just went ashen and pale. And, and she says, what is it? Because she could tell on my face that there was something wrong. And I said, I just, I, I don't even remember what, how I responded, but we, I, I just like, come here. And we went outside and on the driver's door, that's where I was. I was driving this car on the driver's door. I believe it was like seven or nine places where the shotgun blast had hit the door 
and you could see where the pellets had tried to go through the door panel and had obviously not gone through. And on the rear door, there was another, again, I don't recall, five or six where you could see the, 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 the balls from the shotgun blast had ricocheted off the door. And in the rear tire, there were actually three or four pellets still embedded in the tire. And they were close enough, several of them were close enough to the surface that I could actually, I popped them out and, and gather them. I, I kept three of those pellets in, you, you may or may not even know what I'm talking about, an old 35 milliliter film canister. And I put those in it and I would actually take that and shake it like a little shaker. And I just kind of laugh and remind the devil, hey, you tried your best. And your best just wasn't enough. wasn't enough. Just imagine being put through something like this. Having a reel, a tape of some sort, playing through your head of what you've just experienced. Now adding on top of that, not being able to control when it plays and when it stops. Dealing with something like this is difficult. At the end of the day, Nissan makes an amazing vehicle but it wasn't just Nissan. The fact that none of those pellets came as high as the window and those pellets ricocheting off those doors is just a miracle. And all you can do is thank God and marvel constantly at the goodness of what he has done. Knowing that God has it all in control can help you with any situation because if God can protect you from the gunman on the road, he can protect you from anything. Thank you for listening to episode two of the Untold Stories and Missions. Please remember to subscribe and review the podcast. We appreciate it. And thank you again. God bless.